Warning, the content in this podcast contains some explicit language which may be offensive to some listeners and may be inappropriate for children. Therefore, the content in this podcast is intended for a mature audience only. So, would you fall in love with hip hop? Right here, what we're gonna do is go back. I'm Capri. I'm Mika. And this is Dante. And we are doing our wine down. Our wine down. I hope y'all have a glass of wine to drink with us. Yes, sir. Join us. Join us. Um, so, um, we kind of missed the wine down last month on accident. No, we did it. No, we didn't. We, didn't. we did not do it? No. Nope. Dang. And I, I didn't think we about did. it until Capri said it the other day. Right. We so. missed the whole month of July. <laughs> It's okay. We kind of got a little relaxed in July, so that's right, understandable. Yes. But um, so y'all will probably get two this month, maybe at the end, maybe yeah, somewhere in somewhere there. Somewhere in the end. Yeah. No, because we'll be out of town for the end. Right. Unless we gonna record. And well, do we one. can do something fun, maybe. We'll be, yeah. you know, we'll see what we can do. We can see what we can do. We'll I'm gonna turn this lamp off because it's like a glare. We'll be gone, gone. Yep. Um, at the end of the month, so we'll see what that looks like. But oh, uh, yeah, we are going out of town. We are. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's yes, gonna ma'am. be my birthday weekend. We will be in Vegas, so yes. we're gonna be turning up. Turning up. Yeah. Turning up. So we'll be. We'll figure it out. Right. Mm-hmm. Usually we um try to figure out something while we out of town and yeah, kind of we'll figure something out. Add something to the punch. So yeah. All right. It sucks that we're not staying together though. No, it that we're staying in three different hotels, three different like parts. Yeah, Doesn't suck it all. So that sucks. No, <laughs> not not really. <laughs> not really. I think it. I mean, it sucks no, to ma'am. me because I just want to be able to walk down to y'all's room, <laughs> and I can't walk down to y'all. I can't even. Yeah, I can't even walk to y'all's room. It's okay. It's though. okay though. We can. I we have can to drive to y'all. We can zoom. I don't want to zoom with you and uh. Vegas. <laughs> we can we can do something. We can message her. Girl, yeah. We better link up. No, we are going Well, first link of all, I, I'm going with you on Friday, so. Oh, cool. Okay. We talked about this. Yeah. Your mom was it in group text? No. You, you were responding. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I forgot. Y'all been so busy with, you know, everything. I told you I was coming with you Friday. To California, remember? Yeah. Because she oh, was saying yes. she was, Yeah. Yes. I forgot about California and I'm, on Friday. Yeah. Well, she flying in and so late. I'm not coming in till Friday. That's right. Yeah. I got it. I got it. So yeah. Catch Trying. So I'll, I'll be with you. I'll day. be with you all day Friday. Yeah. And okay. then we got to figure out how to get Mika all incorporated. So yeah. we'll have some time with Mika. But yeah, I'll be with you yeah, all day girl. Friday. We gonna make it. Quisha said, "Why are we staying in a uh, separate hotels? Because it just works better that way." <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying in a separate hotel than you because I could have stayed in the same hotel as you. I just didn't because I found a cheaper hotel. Oh, okay. So, well, I almost didn't stay in that hotel, but because the other people were staying there, I just went ahead and yeah. But I'm excited, I'm I'm excited for the trip, so that's why it's just everybody Works got their own preference. And then the hotel I'm staying at, she already stayed at, and so, um, you know, why not stay somewhere different? Uh, and I and I um am actually gonna be on a vacation, a vacation. Bay. That's B-A-E-cation. nice. B A E cation. Exactly. That's so, 
Um, my part is that I just kind of, you know, I have our own little thing. We'll meet up. I'm excited, though. I'm excited for you. I'm and excited, I'm... too. Yeah. I can't wait. So, right. you know. Yes. But 27 days and counting. Is it? It is. It's the first. Today is yep. um, August 1st. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. So, um, start us off. We always start off with a question. Okay. So, I have a question for us. Oh, God. Okay. Don't act like that. Okay. So, the three of us. Um, Dante posted a picture this week on Instagram, and the three oh. of us, <laughs> so Dante's quote said something on it, I commented on it, Mika commented on it, then so, I commented on it again. I'll tell what the picture was. The picture was of Missy Elliott, and she had braids in her hair, and her braids were like all different kinds of colors. My comment under the picture said, the crazy, ratchet, hood side of me loved that hairstyle. And so the debate was... I oh, said it wasn't ratchet. I didn't think anything about the picture was ratchet. So then Mika came back. I just feel like the whole thing with the color thing, like it was more of like the unicorn colors. So like the, the yellows, the pinks, the white, the turquoise. I, the, the hairstyle, of course, was not um, ratchet. It was, the, you know, when you incorporate those colors is when I feel like it becomes ratchet. And I think that the only time we call something ratchet is when we've been taught that it's supposed to be like a solid color or if it's not, like if it's colorful, then it's ratchet. So to me, I thought the picture was very, very classy. So I thought it was a classy picture. I could see her going from the video shoot to like a meeting or something like that. Or like doing a video shoot. I can't can't see that. I can't can't because she's an artist. So I think it depends on like your field of study or where she's at. It depends on your work. But I'm saying I can't walk into my job into a meeting. I probably can, but I'm not with a hundred colors in my head. But here's the difference. You can't, you wouldn't, but a white girl would. Maybe, but that I mean that's just so I think that when I we doubt start it's still not in her and position because I have maybe it's white women in my position that go to court with colorful hair and it's still look wretched on them. Um, it ain't no different. But, but I from, think from the color it's still wretched. I think that what well, so the question is what is ratchet? So when I divine ratchet, I think of like the girl who got the weave that's like silky straight and then she got the puff on top of her head. I think that's ratchet. That is. (laughs) But that's just the ugly ratchet. Yours is on a higher scale ratchet, which doesn't mean it's not ratchet. I just just don't feel like I'm not a color. Like just recently I got Jaden's hair done and I was kind of like really upset about the hairstyle. I paid a hundred dollars to get her hair in some dang um knotless i had said you know okay she wanted color i said go ahead and incorporate maybe two braids in her hair that's red you know what i'm saying just kind of put it you know couple all i do is a couple see me keep it simple you ain't gotta give me no colors unless it's like a brown a blonde so i'm listening but question want to see the picture Okay. So I go pick her up from getting her hair done, and her hair is black, red, maroon, and a white blonde. I was hot than a motherfucker. I was hot. (laughs) I was livid. Girl, I text her and said, Why would you put all this clothes in my baby's hair? That shit is no. No. I think it depends on how it's presented. And I think that everything has its way. And I think that we have been, you wouldn't know how you wear it. 
then I think it looks good. I don't think that color alone makes your hair ratchet. I don't think necessarily color alone makes your because I've seen a color where women did, did like the green and the red, and it was kind of like a mix when you put your hair, like, you know, the razor cut. I don't think that it's not, not necessarily, because I could probably, I would rock that and rock it with a classy outfit and all that. I'm not going to say that it's not a ratchet look. You know what I'm saying? Because I wouldn't go to like a business, like if, my business mean at work, I would go to with it like that. But I'm just saying somewhere, like if we was going somewhere business-wise and meeting somebody, I probably wouldn't just be like okay with... Mm, well, I probably we, would. I probably you know, wouldn't buy this. And synthetic and it looked a hot ass. That's ratchet to me. When we talk about ratchet or hood or we give the standard of ratchet or hood, that's where I go to, oh my God, something like that. I think ratchet can be a personality. So that's kind of how I define it. What, but it's not something that, I mean, I like it. That's why I said the hood crazy ratchet side of me would do that because I it's, I got that side. But at the same time, and I, tell you, I, I can't even, you wouldn't even wear that hairstyle. <laughs> I love it though. She wouldn't even right, wear She wouldn't wear it. I, 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 I think, I, I feel wouldn't. like I can't do a lot of stuff because of my job, but I feel like. I don't like, think it's your job. I think your personality you. doesn't allow it you to stretch that hard. It has nothing to do with your job. I, no, I think that if That's I was a in a different setting. I think you, that would be like your alter ego. You know how everybody has like an alter ego type of situation. <laughs> You know, yeah. I think it would be like, you know, your alter ego, like something you would want to do it's and definitely live out. Alter ego. But I don't think you would ever really rock it. Goldie would rock that shit, I'm telling you. That's, I would. Your alter ego would rock yeah. it? Yeah. Yes. Her alter ego, it. and then she would have to be like going out, out of somewhere. Town. Out of town. And nobody would have to see her. <laughs> exactly. That would be the only way she would rock it. Yes. So I can, the reason why I say that is because there are some women who aren't anywhere close to Ratchet or Hood that would rock that same hairstyle. And. To me, I feel like sometimes what happens is we take away from the class of the picture or we take away from the class of the woman or the person basically saying that it's ratchet or giving it that number of that name of ratchet. Because when I looked up the name, when I looked up ratchet, they they pretty much defined it the same exact way as I defined it. Something that we see as either raggedy or unkept and or something like that. Ratchet, so, yeah, but that's either. just me. But somebody said... Um, well, Quisha said it's not ratchet to her. She said, I think black women with blonde hair is ratchet as hell. <laughs> and, and see, I don't, though. And I don't. Because I think blonde is just kind of a simple color. You know what I'm saying? Anybody can, I'm not going to say any and everybody I think it depends on how you wear your I think how it's how you wear the blonde. I'm ready to go, uh, I'm ready to go bleach blonde here in Because I only, I only wear blonde a lot. Pretty. You know what I'm saying? Like a honey blonde, of a brown, you know. But I don't think it's ratchet. I think so, blonde is my go-to. So, uh, Brandon said that it's a mentality. Ramona said personality. These natural hair girls be ratchet too. Right. So, it's, I don't know. It's, I think it's just what you think it is. Like I said, I feel like it's I personality do. related. And, and what you do. So, when I see, I'm not saying Missy Elliott is ratchet. Because she's not at all, by any means. But when you I see. Know, you don't know Missy Elliott. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Why you say she's ratchet your own girl? ratchet type chick that I probably carry that personality. But it's so funny to me because then I thought about it when you said it and I was like, but Dominique wears her hair in so many different colors. So it probably makes her cringe. It, it makes every- person like Chardonnay's friend Kiara, like she changes her hair style 
all color, her her style all the time, and she. I, I feel like some people can rock anything. Yeah, I'm not. Saying I mean, that. I've seen like I think, um, and I watch. I don't know if anybody's watched the remix um, on Netflix. Know, okay, so it's like pretty much like a hip hop documentary, and it kind of talks about the culture of hip hop, and they talk about the '90s and how you know um, who shaped um, how the the culture of '90s shaped a lot of like the fashion industry and things that you see today. And one of the conversations was the little Kim video, um, crush on you. You know uh-huh. how little Kim had the purple and the yes. green, the yellow and it, everything matched. Well, then they talk about how in high fashion now, that's something that they do. Like that's, that is a part of high fashion. So I think sometimes we may dime something that's as ratchet because it comes from our culture and what we are used to seeing. But then like they take it and they make it their own. They, you know, oh, totally. it becomes something. Oh, it was ratchet for us. It was, we didn't really, you know, shouldn't women should black shit women shouldn't wear color in their hair. But then you got white girls wearing yellow, orange, they green, purple. and purple they all the time. And, yeah. And I'm about to dye my hair. <laughs> She's gonna have to, a peekaboo. No, I'm about to have some teal blue. I'm about to have some blonde and some brown. Girl. I am. I'm about to do it. I can't wait to see that. <laughs> I cannot wait I'm to see to that. I'm about to push said, Mika, your blonde's not um isn't ratchet. It fits you. I'm talking about beach bleach blonde. Um, dark skinned women ratchet. Oh, no, I think I it depends know. on the woman because you know what? You know who wears um bleach blonde really, really, really well around here, and she's so pretty black to me. Um, Lisa Potts. Lisa Potts, I know that name. Who she does it? hair. She does. Um, she wears it. Very she wears it very well. Yeah. Um, it looks hurt whenever she put put blonde in her hair. She it looks, looks it looks really, really pretty on, on her. her. I think it do, does depend on the woman too. Because I think it I depends didn't see on some, but really, I love Lisa. Because like I didn't see some does. really dark skinned women with that pretty skin and then have you know like a blonde and it don't look. I good. still no. think it it goes back to like your personality, and how you carry yourself. I think yeah. personality. That's, that's what it goes back to to me. It's how you carry yourself when you rock in because. Anybody can rock that stuff, but it's how you... I mean, because it's like, okay, say a white woman wear purple hair, but she's, you know, she looks decent. Exactly. Or you can see a white woman that look like straight trash. And it's like, right. ooh. Like, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? And it's right. the same thing with us. Like, like Missy Ellie, she does look classy somewhat. I can't really say the hairstyle is, but exactly. she kind of looked classy. I think that whole big picture. picture looked really nice. I thought no, that was a really classy picture I like it, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying that the other side of me is like, I will rock that. Just go. And yes, Jermaine, white girls can be ratchet too. I, yes. I do believe that. They can, definitely. Yeah. Yep. They walking around here with the French braids with different colors in it and don't make them no less ratchet. They definitely yep. do not. Your appearance is your own style feel. How you carry yourself in that appearance style is, is you, is on you. Men I and think women. So. That's true. I believe yeah. that. Because that's like certain um, guys... To me, when they wear certain clothes, look they so look dirty. Raggedy, they look, they just look dirty <laughs> yeah. to me. Yeah. Yes. Like, they just look dirty. Yeah. And yes. they probably not dirty at all, but it's just like the whole like the outfit. The but look. that's just like you sent the picture of the guy you were talking about the haircut. Like yeah. some people can wear like a um like not have their hair like as groomed and still look really good. Exactly. Where some people have to have their hair homeless. groomed because that man half ass looked homeless. I mean, but he still, you can still tell he was a but handsome I'm just guy. Saying, I'm not saying that you that. can't tell him that he was a handsome guy, but, but he, he, looked old. he looked older. He looked old. And a man, that, Matt, listen, I seen a picture, just thinking about that picture you sent. So I seen a picture today. One of my Facebook friends, whatever, basically had like a beard and he had went and cut it off. Man, 
look Ooh. so ten times better. No. <laughs> in the best. It looks Some worse. men need to keep birds. <laughs> just like men say women on makeup, some men need to keep birds. Some men do not look right without birds. It takes away the whole, it takes them down from a fucking 10 down to a fucking 7, <laughs> like a 6 or something sometimes. Because he looked it totally different. Some men, I think that some men look, hats and birds hats is, and a birds is a for makeup a man. for men. Yes. yes. Definitely yes. a hat. If they have like a receded hairline or yes. like a hat can make a man look. Birds or if they head out. look like, because I've seen some Birds men that look too. like Shrek. Or not even just the hairline, just like the head itself. The head yes. itself. Like the shape yes. of the head I'm itself. telling you, if y'all look and see some men that had birds, and you know how men birds became like the fashion. Man. And you look at them before they had birds. No. They, they are not as attractive without a beard. So are we going to go into that conversation? Quisha just asked a question. Are we going to go into that conversation or do we want to wait? Was we going to do a special on it or are we going to go ahead and talk about it? The, um, so Quisha said, uh, what do y'all think about the mom versus wife debate? Who should ride in the front seat when the husband oh. is driving? We can talk about it. We I can said talk, we can about, talk it. about it. Yeah. So, I, okay, so when I seen the video, my first thing is I felt like she went over the top the way that she acted. Explain the video. Okay, so the video is the husband pulls up with the mom in the front seat. The wife is standing there with maybe another coworker. Maybe mm-hmm. he, he's picking her up from work. And the wife is like, are you going to get in the back seat? You know, asking the mama. And the mama like, no. And so the wife like, this is my car. You know, you need to get in the back seat. You always let your mama. Nah, nah. And he like, you know, babe, you know, they go through all the motion. But they go back and forth about this whole back seat issue. And with that being said... I mean, I, I think that she went over the top with the whole situation, the way she handled the situation. But again, because I posted this, like, uh, uh, I think uh, David's uh, Ologies post, because he had posted the video. But I think I don't, nobody knows the dynamic of that mama, that mother-in-law, and that uh, the daughter-in-law's relationship. Because some mother-in-law's uh, baby... Okay. Feel like they number Some one. mother-in-laws think that they need to put themselves before you. So I don't know the dynamic of that relationship. I don't know how that mama talked to that wife. I don't know how that goes. Because my thing is, you know, she did go. If it, if it was no issues before, I think she should have just gotten the back seat. So I was going to say, take out the factors of you don't take know out how the she treat yes. her. She should have just gotten the back seat. And what let would it, you do? I would have, if it was no factors, I would just gotten the back seat. And that's, and that's And me. let me ride and let her ride. And then I just get in the front seat whenever she, we took her wherever she right. needs to go. That's just out of respect. But sometimes some ba- some mother-in-laws don't give you the respect that you deserve. They just don't. Yeah. Because I didn't had issues like before, you know, with my mama, you know, it's something, and you just got to put, you know, put that out there like, hold up, wait a minute. You know what I'm saying? Th- that's just not going to happen. But some but, mothers feel like they're the number one. And they maybe entitled. you are. Maybe you are number one. But, but they, you, you need to know that I'm in his life as well. Yes. And You're so, not entitled to this front seat. Your like, decision doesn't always outweigh mine. Like, you no. need to play your role. you his mama. You're not his wife. Exactly. But I think um, in that situation, the, the lady should have definitely gotten the back. I mean, the lady is already in in the front seat. Yes, and you can tell so, the mama kind of egged it up. No, I'm not going to get in the back seat. And, you know, you can tell the mama just sitting there. Because she shouldn't have. <laughs> any older woman would not. I didn't be like, oh, no, I ain't going. She was petty. She was petty, so, too. I didn't see it. So what was the husband doing when the mama he got, he was he like, got chill out, talking to the know, wife? Chill out, telling trip, the wife to yeah. go trip, chill out. You know, he was trying. I, here's the thing um, for me. One, um, okay, and I'm like you, Mika. We don't know the dynamics of the mama and the daughter. And the, yes. I, we don't know the dynamics we between them. I pray I don't end up in a situation where I 
have to be dealing with somebody's mama who act like that and we I can just respectfully get in the back seat exactly. and not feel no kind of way because I feel like it's an ego thing when you just like I'm not getting in the For back real. seat of my car. I again understand also it's your car. So maybe the husband needs to get in the back seat and you she drive. I mean, where is we taking you? Right. I would get my husband back. You know I mean, I don't know if she, need to get in the back seat. If she feel she like drive. she don't want to be in the back seat, I mean, tell your husband get in the back seat and drive. I mean, because some people have a thing about being in the back seat of their own cars. I get that too. You know, I understand you paying your car note, whatever the com- whatever exactly. the conversation is, then he needs to get in the back seat too and you drive. But I think just having a respectful relationship between you and your mother in law, I think anybody's having a respectful relationship in that we're getting the back seat and not have no questions about it i'm not even gonna ask you to get in the you know get in no. the back seat it's we driving like what is it like and even if we you know my thing is even if we ain't got the best of relationship i probably would have still gotten the back seat you know what i'm saying it's just all some shit that could have been eliminated by right. far because y'all probably wouldn't taken it that far i don't know what the case may be you know what but, i'm saying or maybe the husband my thing is and the husband got to think too because I need you to be smart at some level. Because if you had time to go drop your mom off and you know maybe me and your mama's not in the best space. You probably should drop your mom off. Then probably go drop your mom off before I get off of work. Because I'm probably already in the mood where I'm in that work mood when I get off of work. And I probably, ah, oh, you pull up all oh, this bitch. I got to <laughs> run on with this bitch. So I done had all these customers fucking getting on my nerves today. And then I got husband outside of her not exactly. even being there and said, hey. If you don't mind, you know, me and your mama don't get along. If you could please just drop her off or whatever. But, I mean, we don't, like you said, we don't really know the situation. But we do have a couple comments. So, Quisha said to respect your elders. Um, let your mother-in-law sit in the front seat. It shouldn't be that big of a deal. I, I agree with you, Quisha. But the only thing is, if your elder is so disrespectful to you. At what point? At what point do you? <laughs> what what like, part do you draw the line? What is your, what you draw the line your draw the line for That's right. right. Just because, yeah, you respect your elders, but I got a thing where I'm going to keep my peace of mind, too. And I'm going to respect right. you at all costs. But my thing is, you're going to give me that same respect that I'm going to give you. Here's the other thing, too. Like, um, so one of my cousins had a situation this week where, you know, she got into it with her, with the mama, with the man standing there. And he ain't saying nothing. She going mama call, cussing her out, calling her bitches, calling out her name, doing this, that, and the other. And she never, he never said not one thing. At what, at what point does it like, so at some point it becomes his issue too. He's part of the problem. Well, you know, he ain't tired of it. It might be But he may part ongoing. of the problem too. I'm going to talk to my me? husband probably once about it, but then that next time I'm going to talk to her myself about it. So, um, Jermaine says, wife is number one, but girlfriend has not gotten that privilege yet, but it depends on the dynamic of the relationship. Well, I, she was his wife. I mean, she was his wife, wife is number one, but... I don't know. I, I don't know that I would tell my mama, mama, you got to uh, get in the back seat so she can sit up. I, w- I probably wouldn't have done that. I think it depends on, my like, what's is, going on, too. Because I've never, never been in a situation, one, where, like, I mean, so if she's pregnant, like, you probably, we probably need to have another conversation because she probably shouldn't be getting in and out the back seat, that whole thing. But, like, I just never have been in a situation where yeah. somebody's mama would be like, uh, I'm not getting in the end. Like I've never been there. Cause I mean, if she if they pulled up and she didn't open for forth with you in my front in my place employment where everybody just no. But he probably you know, know how his wife is anyway. He, he probably know how his mama is. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Yeah, his so, mama probably cut up too. And Quisha said, should the husband step in and tell his mom to get in the back? I don't necessarily think so. 
Well, okay, so here's the other part, too. So. At what point, so um, when we talk about pecking order, or we talk about order in families or things like that, um, my daughter asked this, asked me literally this week, what does that look like? And for me, I feel like there should be a mutual respect of relationships. Though, you know, you have God first, you have the husband and wife, or, you know, husband, wife, and then you have other family I'll members. Take him <laughs> you have everybody else that comes beneath that. But I think that there should be an equal respect for those relationships that doesn't cause conflict mm-hmm. exactly. for those relationships. So I think it is hard for sometimes for you. I think it is hard for a husband to pick between his mama and his wife, but he shouldn't have to pick between his his mama and his wife. You know, and if he ever has to, he took his wife, your wife. I mean, everybody knows they mama. And we do know that there are some mamas yeah. out here that cuts the hell up. Exactly. Yeah, I've been watching that show, Family of Fiance. I don't know if y'all have ever seen, seen it. it. But basically, it's kind of like that. And you, basically, they go to this house and they're at this house for three days. And what they're trying to do is get the blessing of their family. And it's a lot of mothers that feel like, I'm number one. You need to listen to me. You don't need to marry this person, da, da, da. But I feel like, as a mother, you... I mean, yes, that's still your son, but you still you need to step aside and let your son live his life. If you real. feel like he messing up his life, be a mother, talk to him or whatever, but stay out of it. Quit thinking that you're number one and let this man move on and with his wife or life or whatever and let her be number one. That's and that, that's a lot of mother's problems. And I don't know if it's a like a single mother thing, like women who have like attached themselves. I don't themselves. think it's a single, I just think it's a mother thing. Cause I, was, I, think fact, it's an, I, was, uh, I think it might be an obsessive or like maybe a protective mother thing. Yes. Cause I don't see myself being that mama with my son. My, my son have already told me that I'm going to sit in the back seat. Wife or whatever. He said, you can. He was like, you're you going to probably watch us kiss and hold hands. And you can sit in the back seat and whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> so I already know. So, so if, like, if, as long as you know. So if I ride with him and we pull up to her job. Exactly. You might as well get in the back seat. You get in the back seat. Because he made that clear. Girl, some mama's just. Because I was watching paternity. Girl, this is my favorite show, one of my favorite shows, y'all. Paternity uh, Court. So I was watching Paternity Court. A mama on there. So the man, the son is married to a woman, and for one, they married, and he's standing on the mama's side. That's the first thing that I seen the issue with, you know. <laughs> but so she said, but she the one want to come to court because the they got they got four kids together. And she's saying, nah, I, I just don't see them kids don't look nothing like him. This one, this little boy got an old soul, and I think she used to say that she messed with old men and. So this mama's all in their business, all the way in their business. And I that's because he let her. Yes, I can understand the fact of like, you know, if my son had a baby, I probably would, like, at especially at a young age, I don't know, so older, if I would be in his business, like, did you sign a birth certificate? But at a younger age, probably, yeah, I'd probably be like, hey, we, we don't want to sign that, just, we're going to get the paternity test first. But this mama was all in there. They had four kids, girl, and she was like, hey, mm-mm, I just don't trust that none of them, girl. So he got all four of the kids tested. They was all his. But the fact of the matter is, this mama was all in. Like, he don't do nothing with me no more. On Mother's Day, he take her somewhere. You know, on Valentine's Exactly. But this is how mothers be. On Valentine's Day, he take her somewhere. Well, he you know, ain't your Valentine. Exactly. <laughs> he should call you, tell you Happy Mother's Day, bring you a gift. Tell your yes. grandkids to tell you Happy Mother's Day and go on. What that do y'all is think about like mama's boys, though? Like, what do y'all think about men that are like Well, that? see, no, because I'm going to teach legend. I don't know, because I'm going to teach Jamie, legend. I'm a mama's boy. Yeah, I'm going to teach legend that his wife come first, baby. You know what? I love you, but don't put your don't put me above your wife, because here's the thing. 
we always had that conversation, but your kids are supposed to leave you and go off. And so that's why a lot of women struggle when it's time for their kids to go off because they don't recognize that yes, that's the creation of how it's supposed to work. Your kid's supposed to up and leave. Exactly. They're not supposed to stay here forever. <laughs> now, you can come and spend some time, but I'm not about to be doing this all the time. Like, no. So we got a question. Do y'all think y'all would be good mother-in-laws? Quisha says, I think I will as long as our son don't bring any woman outside of our race home. Um, I, the race don't matter to me because I already can see what my child likes. So I already, um, I don't know. I've accepted that I already know what's going to walk through the door and that's fine with me. Um, and yes, I do feel like I'd be a good mother-in-law because I wouldn't want to be, I wouldn't want to be with a man and his mama didn't like respect me or, you know, felt like. You know, I'm number one. You don't exactly. have no say-so or whatever. I do struggle with my son bringing home somebody outside of our race only because I recognize the challenges that go into that. That is why I struggle with that. I do think that there are challenges. I agree with um, that part. I do think that there are certain things that occur within those relationships that may or may not be exactly. acceptable as long as she is respectful of him, though. And she is respectful of boundaries. She's not one of those, you know... Um, if I call the police, who gon' who you think they're going to believe? You and me. The first time he ever spit that exactly. shit out of his mouth, she done lost my respect all by all means. I think that you need to respect him, respect what goes on in this world that surrounds him, the social things. Get to know his, his culture. If you're one of those women, and I think I would probably have a, be okay with it. But a lot of times what that does not happen or occur, and a lot of times they utilize that as leverage to allow them to be um, a priority or to allow them to have power in relationships and I think that's just as much abuse as if any man was abusing or beating his wife I think that's just I think that's mental abuse to be like you know who you think you I'm gonna I'm a hold the police over your head who who you think they're gonna believe you and me and I'm gonna call the police every other damn day and they come and arrest my son and, like that kind I mean, of shit would drive yeah, me crazy I mean as a parent you just gotta like inform them or make them aware of the challenges of dating outside your race but for me i have mixed nieces and nephews and so yeah. i guess maybe that's why i look at it a little bit differently and then i can i can already see my son's preference so if if somebody of a different race was to come home it wouldn't be a shock to me like no she can't come in here like i don't know i just really don't <clears throat> agree with that my mom was kind of like that or whatever and i remember this girl like sit outside on the porch for like hours because she didn't want to let me in. Oh, I said I wouldn't be that. I and would. So, I'm, gonna say I'm not just gonna do my, that. I'm not gonna do that. I would say my opinion is I would rather my son to marry, you know, within his own race. But I mean, you know what I'm saying. I, I don't really want him to go outside because again, everything that comes along with it, it's just a lot. You know, it's a lot all the way around. True. But I mean, you know, I guess you can't stop who the heart loves. But my thing is, oh please, God, please bring me just a black. <laughs> you know. but, uh, my thing is, I mean, I think I would be a good mother-in-law because I'm not one that, I mean, I know what kind of mother-in-law I don't want to be because I, I just do. I know what kind of mother-in-law I don't want to be. So I feel like... What's that? <laughs> I'm dealt with mother-in-laws. <laughs> I'm just saying. And I just know what kind of mother-in-law I don't want to be. You know what I'm saying? I've dealt with those issues and those problems you know i just know what kind of mother-in-law so i'm not i don't you know i'm not i don't see like mother-in-laws just i don't know and i'm way so, too laid back to be all up in your business so exactly. what's gonna happen is i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna give you the biz i'm gonna let you know 
what you need to know. And then I'm going to step back and son, if that's what you choose to do, that's what you choose to do. And then I'm going to go from there. So So. you talked about, uh, Max said, hey ladies, by the way. Hey Max. Hey Max. Thanks for tuning in. Um, he said that there are black women that do that too. It is. And and you're right. It is. That do what? There like, are. Dangle police. I'm going to call the police. Oh, I'm hell yeah. Oh, yeah, they are. It definitely are. I just think that it's a different, I think that there's a, di- there's a difference in what happens when the police arrive. The outcome. I think the outcome may be a little bit different. They gonna say somebody need to lead. Now, right. which one of y'all gonna leave? If you pull up to, if you, if they pull up with a black couple, a black couple, they they, they more it's it's, it's just they gonna be they gonna be fifty fifty on exactly. the east on the side, depending on how ignorant she is. They may take into consideration the fact that she's ignorant. Now, if you get a white girl, they pull up and she ignorant. There's a lot of chance that they're not gonna consider the fact that she ignorant. No, they just gonna take that black man to jail. There's a lot of, the outcome may be a little different. I'm not yeah. saying that black women don't do it. Not at all. And I'm not saying it's okay when black women do it. I hate that shit too. I'm just saying that if I'm standing outside and I call the police and I'm acting a fool and I'm black, because I, I did, <laughs> they going to probably be like, ma'am, both ma'am. Y'all probably gonna get <laughs> both, right? both of them going to either get arrested. Because they don't know who lied. <laughs> you, know, you know what? Both of y'all getting the So there's a different Y'all both going to jail when yeah. we when we act a fool like that. Yeah. But when the you act a fool with a white woman, I think the outcomes are definitely different. different. I, we have to they we are. have to point that point out. They part totally out. Different. They different. So um and we have to let our kids know that too because I think sometimes we go in this this conversation, we be like, Well, black girls do that too. They do, but son, if it's you and her, y'all might both go to jail. Whereas when it's just you and, and Susie You gonna go to jail and you gonna get times forty. <laughs> Right, like you're, you know what I'm saying. I'm just saying. And depending on who so, Susie, who's who Susie's parents are, that might create some more issues. So I just think you just gotta know, God, you gotta be aware of that. And black yeah. men should be aware of that. So, um, you wanted to talk about a couple things though. I did, you know, I got my phone. It's okay. Now I know one question. So I had a question from y'all because I seen it, and a lot of people had like a lot of comments. I had seen this meme and said, if your man, like your mate, came to you and asked you to use a dildo on him. Would you do it? No. Do y'all think it, I mean, would he be, in your mind, is it like you lingering like that maybe he's gay? I don't think he would be gay. Because th- here's the I'm, thing. I think gay people, makes you, say, gay makes you, what makes you gay is if men, if you like men. You may like the sensation just like we've heard. There might be a sensation. Somebody might have tickled something up in there and he figured out he liked what they feel like. I don't know. I don't know why he has that desire to want to do that. He just wants to think outside the box. Maybe that's just something he really likes. I can't say that he's ever done that with a man, but that would that would be what would make him gay is if he'd done it with a man. <laughs> I just said, wouldn't be comfortable said, with fuck it. No, and the relationship is over. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I wouldn't be comfortable with with pounding you out with a dildo though. Like I just so you got you got to put the strap on. Yeah. Oh, you got to fuck him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of women were saying, like, you know, I'll do it. Shit, I mean, it don't, it ain't gay because a sexual act between a man and woman, you know, you're not gay because you're a woman, you know, you know, I get, I don't, I would think in the back of my mind though, like, if you like me doing it, doing it to you in your butt, I'm gonna think that. So, so in the back of my mind that. But there's a se- uh, but there are sexual triggers back there. So it is. It, here's the thing, like, as I, I follow. Um, 
they're called horrible. Um, I can't remember the name of the podcast. Anyway, it's a podcast. It's like of women that are like really freaky, and they talk about like eating men out on their ass, sticking their finger up there, like, and they talk about how this is just something that is regularly done, right? So if that's something you like to do, and all you're only doing it with women, you just got a freaky side of you that I just can't indulge in. But um, I mean, I can't say that you're gay if you've never done that with a man. That would be like me saying do certain things. So you know to how me. we were talking about like alter ego. That would be like if I could do it. Like if I had an alter, alter ego, ego. <laughs> like I would probably do not with my man, but I could do because I like to take control. Like I'm that controlling type of person, so I can see my ass. <laughs> I, I love. I don't know something in me loves the fact that I t- I can like to take, take control. control of it. I know that sounds weird. I definitely would never do it with my man, but I can see me being a dominatrix and beating your ass and tying you up and fucking fuck your him. ass. <laughs> I, I can't necessarily say that he is gay for wanting that, but I think the in my mind is if you enjoy this toy so much, to me you gonna want the real thing because that's kind of like a like a like that a dildo, part. the same thing. If you yes, was to put is. a dildo on you, it's not the same. It's like I want I need the real thing up in me, exactly. and so I would kind of feel like. If he liking this this much, like what does the real what does the real thing feel like? That would that would first of all, I've had that up my butt a comma too, and that just don't feel good. So I just how do you get used to or the penis? uh, The penis that don't feel good. So like when you get you got to get used to Uh, that up up there. (laughs) I'm just but but that means you got to stop. You got to relax. You got to let it get up there. So any man that means he's probably done it before, maybe. I don't know because I mean it, it, it takes some tries. It takes some. It don't not just always. the first time. Hell no, no, you you supposedly have. Hell I don't know. No. You supposedly have to relax. No, hell no. It if it definitely. Ain't I supposedly right. have to. <laughs> yes. it ain't no easy to both. It's up. definitely not a first time thing. You like yay? Ain't no, yeah. You know no. I tried, but to. the first time I was like no. Nah. Yeah, but I'm not gonna say that I disliked it either. To me, that's all. that's an exit. Only to me, but you know, I mean, but if, you if experiment you, with, your, you, yeah. with your significant and other, and so I times. think that um, we always, we a lot of times, what happens is women can experiment. We can experiment with every hole on our body, and that's fine. There's no problem with that. But then when men start to experiment with different holes on their body, then it becomes one of those things. Like we don't know that anal sex is not the worst. It feels good, like clearly you know so if it feels good and somebody tries it and you like it that don't mean you gay you but just i like it but i feel weird even like if a guy like suck my toes too good like if he do it like he suck it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth though no that's the truth that make you wonder. if you suck my lying. toes that's like you give a head i'm thinking like like why, you, like, why you doing <laughs> why, Like, no, that's the truth. Because I've been why are you, think, why are you even doing or, it like Or they like lick on your fingers, you know. Like if they do fingers. that, yeah, you be like. No, like want to suck your fingers, but if they do Maybe it, they just the have way. the ability. Or they it's suck like, your finger, I'm like. Uh, maybe uh, hold on, look. Maybe like, maybe what we are seeing is mm. if they were to go into that scenario, they would be able. I don't know. Um, one of the um, Jermaine Jones said, um, "I don't think that man can be respected by his woman anymore." I don't think that it. I don't. I don't sex doesn't make you. I don't know that. respect or disrespect. Dis- I don't think. I don't no. bring respect for. If they, if my they both in the change. same type of, if they both in the same mindset, and you kind of knew because we we didn't talked about before, where I think you should be able to match somebody's freakiness. Yes. When right. you get into a relationship, so hopefully that's something like you talk about at the beginning right like some of the things you know you some of the you things you know like or would try or that you would 
but try like you hopefully you voice that at the beginning because if you get in a situation that somebody is not on the same thought process as you as far as being on sexual level right you probably gonna cheat anyway or they might like if that's something that if that's something that she always wanted to do or he always wanted to try try and she like what the hell like if y'all never discussed that from the beginning I think it's an issue anyway. Like, I think you should be able to match somebody's... You got to match that person. And I think years. when it comes to sexuality, that's another thing. People should be able to be fluently fluent in their sexuality and not be judged in and their sexuality. And be open, especially okay. if you're in a relationship. But I, yeah. I got a question, though, real quick, back to what he said. He don't think that um, he would be respected. So, you said you couldn't do it to your main, but you would do it to a random. How would you look at that random after you pound, basically pounded his back out? No respect. <laughs> <laughs> but not my man, though. But that's different because I'm not going to do my, you know, man, that's somebody else. I'm just saying, you know. But but you said you got to match somebody's freakiness. So what if your man wanted that? I would know he would have to tell me that from the beginning. So I'm not going to be with nobody. Not necessarily from the beginning. What if it's something that he want? like all of a sudden he didn't seen it on TV or he'd have heard about how it felt good. Because I, I, I mean, I've that. heard that it, it feels great. But I haven't made it that far because, you know, it hurt. Right. So what if he came to you like, you know, I really want you to try this mm-hmm. on me. So what if you do it? pound him out right and then he turn around and pound you out like i think that there is a way to regain that like and he take you to a whole nother level <laughs> that that just feels okay to me <laughs> i just i don't want i don't want to pound know. him my man out just, i don't either i don't know that i want to be the person uh, but i think that that's mm-mm. another thing for me I, i'm 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 pro I'm masculinity yeah. i don't want you to want me to dominate you or to dominate you in that way. So I feel like if we ever like experiment or play, I think I need you to then take control to show me that you're not just like, gonna let me just do whatever the hell I want to do to you. Does it matter how he bend over? Yes. Yes. Very much so. (laughs) That's even worse. Yes. Yes and yes. No. Uh Uh-uh. Because I don't, I just can't get with it. I, I absolutely cannot get with a man asking, like, you know, we just sitting and talking and he sneaked that in there. Like, well, they always, on the um, podcast that I watch, they always say that you don't ask. You just kind of, that they, that so you kind of do just slide out a deal, don't put it. Well, no, no, okay, not the deal, though, thing. Oh. But, like, experimenting in that area is just kind of like more of a, like, I'm here, then I just yeah, kind of slide sure because, down. Yeah, I'm pretty sure because, I mean, men didn't, men say all the time they probably don't toss salads. But and then they, they be do. all up in there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. all they be lift, all, they lifting and, you know, all, all, all kind of, yeah. All in there. Like, I mean, it just happens. I'm right. pretty sure they not intentionally so, no, saying, I, So, like, I think, like, maybe, I don't know. Because, I, again, I can see how, like, maybe somebody would get into that. Like, maybe somebody got on down there one day and you was like, okay, this ain't so bad. Like, because, again, there's optic nerves in there that feel good, clearly. Some women do it and do it all the time. So I think that maybe he's like, well, if she like it this much, maybe I like it. You never know what makes this something that he's curious about. People are curious. So he that might be pounding her out like one day, like she loved this shit. I wonder what because this feel like. Because some people really do love it. And so, yeah, it, it just might be like a yeah. curiosity thing. Like, huh, if this feel this good to her, I wonder what it would feel like on me because she like Maybe it. it would depend on, like, how often he asked for it. Because, like, if if it was, like, one... Not, I mean, I still couldn't do it. I'm just yeah. saying. But I'm just saying, like, as far as, like, looking at him in a certain way. But, like, every time or, like, every other time we had sex and he wanted me to... Blow now, his back you out definitely, with his deal, deal now, you definitely know that he, he likes he, that, like a man, right? 
Yeah. He definitely like men in that case. Yeah. Because ain't no way that you're going to keep asking me that once a month. <laughs> what? Occasionally you ask, maybe. Yeah. So, Quisha said that would be the same as watching him, uh, as catching him watching gay porn. Mm. I would, I, it would I be over gay too. porn would be over for me. Like, if I walked in and, or if I and picked you up your phone gay porn? and, like, I went to your history and you and porn, I mean, you, it came up like gay it would be a rap. What me if too. what if that felt good to him? Like he he like. But you know what I say that, that and I and I love watching like two whip. I don't know. So see or see maybe it. he like. So here's the thing. I wouldn't be so turned off if maybe I put we pulled up. He was watching porn and the guy was doing anal. Like he liked anal porn. You know what I'm saying? Like what with a woman and a man. Oh, like okay, if he watched okay. like a woman and a man anal porn like if yeah. that was something he watched and he just because some people have weird fetishes fetishes yeah. about certain things. But if he watched a man on a man, that might make me question. Yeah, I think it he might, might. No, please yeah, question. Yeah, I might have to question it. Yeah. I might be like, okay. So then your other question. What was it? Um, Let me go to it. Because you sent two. Let's see. Don't Quisha, while she's looking for that, what uh-huh. else you got? Let's talk to Quisha. Oh. oh. Ladies, would you oh, let your yeah. man do this in public? So it's basically a picture of a man, um, like... Fingering his woman in public. I would. So basically, he's masturbating. I mean, oh, she's, no, he's no, fingering he's her. Fingering he's her. playing with her uh, in under public. The table. In public under so table, you, and your, you and your man go out for a date. Y'all somewhere sitting at the date. He go to touch on you nicely under the table. I mean. I would let him. Yeah, I would let him. Yes. It depends on like where we're at. I don't and care. who we're with. I don't care. What if y'all is just y'all? It's just us. If you we sit next some, to each other. So I, I love like the idea of like I would too, getting. I, ain't gonna lie. I, I I think some of the most hot and crazy sex I've ever had is when we were like just going with the flow. I agree. Yes. I mean, I didn't want to panties, dresses, yeah. Yeah. Stuff. like the where whole, he controls the vibrate, it. Where he controls like, it. Where yeah. he controls it. I yeah. didn't want something like that. So I, I could do that. I can see that. Like, where you start your night off, like, we just gonna do whatever the night leads us yes. to. So, if you end up in my drawers at the restaurant, <laughs> that's where you end up. Oh, yeah, because I've had sex in the restaurant bathroom. See? <laughs> well, and you end up obviously. <laughs> I did. I just remembered yes. that. I, I, would, I mean, I, I, wouldn't, that. I wouldn't turn them down. If he went to put that, you know, I'd probably be like, oh. I'm gonna hold on. Look, here's what, the thing. I've done stuff like yeah. ha, like um, depending on like what we're doing. Like I've worn like no panties with a dress. Yeah, yeah, I've done that because yeah. it was like a one person, so it wasn't like somebody else can come in. But it was like I went in and he went in oh, and got it in. Okay, because we were waiting on our table. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. you nasty, <laughs> nasty, nasty. Just yes. get it done. I mean, okay. hey, I think you gotta keep it spicy though. You do. Hi, Sean. And thanks for tuning in. I'll call you in a little bit. I think you got to keep it nasty. I think you got to keep it... Um, spicy. Spicy. You got to keep going. You got to be willing to do some shit in, some rela- in your relationship. You got to be able to... Because it get boring as shit. Right. Because if we just it's going home and just fucking on yeah. the side of the bed, like, I I mean, you know, we just uh, we I lay down. Like and, you, like, it's nah, just I need you. Because some, yeah. some days I get up and I be like, today is the day. I get up. I'm, I'm, I'm like, that's just really? how I'm feeling from the beginning. Somebody of my day. gonna see you in Vegas, huh? Probably not. <laughs> I don't know. You might. Day. You know her room got a balcony. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Today is the day. So some days I roll over like, you gonna wear that dress with no panties underneath it, and you gonna that's what you got. That's how you feeling today, girl. I didn't want some. I mean, you get in the moments. Yes. I go in, that would be the day that if my husband had an office, 
Quisha, what's I the most spontaneous thing you've done? Break. Or any of y'all, like, what's the most spontaneous? Like, like to keep, like, sexual, like, to keep your relationship going. Like, what have you... The most spontaneous? And that's crazy. I don't... Maybe. Like, I don't... That is so crazy. You've never? Like, what? Spontaneous? That I can, like... No, I can remember, like, maybe when I, I mean, was, I love, like... Maybe when I was younger, before I had a house, you know, car. <laughs> like, I don't ship. remember anything outside of, like, a car. Like, I don't remember, You ain't never like, done it outside before? The lake. No, I've never Ever. outside. <laughs> like, my husband was really the the conservative gangster. Quisha says she played the fifth. Like, All right, he was Quisha. really, like, a conservative. You know, he... If I say, let's go out on the car, he was just like, like, no. girl, get in the bedroom and, you know. And pull he, it down. Yeah, he wasn't finna do all that. Oh. That's crazy. I need like, to, I need some spontaneous. And I need, I need and I like spontaneous, you know what I'm saying? But. But yeah. you'll see me in Vegas. Don't act like that. Well, I hope so. Yeah, I mean, you know, don't mean I ain't getting no I mean, I'm gonna be doing in. my own thing. You know, everybody gonna be doing their own little thing. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. gonna be spontaneous, though. Don't get it wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, we gonna have some. It's Vegas, baby. I'm gonna have my own time down there. I, ain't, okay. I probably ain't even gonna be worried about you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna even see you, am I? Exactly. You gonna see ain't me? Ain't nobody gonna see you. I her. just told her I'm gonna see her nobody in, gonna in, see in, her. in L.A. Probably see not. Who? You. you. See me? Yeah, Where you. Where y'all think I'm gonna be? Girl. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we live. <laughs> don't, act, don't, don't be overacting, Brandon. Yeah, so, yeah, so mm, mm, I don't know. Like, spontaneous, I just really, I love spontaneous stuff. I just, I can't think of. I love spontaneous shit. Like, like I said, I wake up some days in a mood like, whew, the day to day. I can go give him some So your whole vibe, like. The whole vibe for the entire day is I can give you. Especially if, like, one of those, like, we got a date tonight. We done already planned it. Set it up. Girl, I can be ready for the, I can get there. I'll take a couple shots before I leave the house. Calm and nerve something good and in a good space. I just probably have to, we have to just get it, you know. It don't take much, though, to get it. My thought was that it don't take, I'll be like, oh, so, you know. That's I might even put your hand there. That's what's up. Um, what is the one thing you couldn't forgive a friend for, Quisha? Um, probably sleeping with my husband or something like that, my mate. Like, I don't know if I can forgive, you know, probably sleeping with my mate. I got a question to that, though. So, if she slept with your mate, are you going to divorce your mate? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I had a friend use my information and got a ticket in my name. That was hard for me because not necessarily that she got the ticket, but because she didn't pay the ticket, the shit went to warrant and I had to deal with all of that. That was the thing that was the thing I couldn't forgive somebody for. Or and we're not like a friends. So like I speak to her, like I don't have like and she years later paid me back for the whole oh, did she? thing. She, she did. did. She came back like probably about 10 years later and was like, you know, I just want to apologize to you. I was wrong. This, that, and the other. But I feel like at that point you showed me who you were. So because you showed me who you were, then I think my responsibility at that point is to know how to deal with you. So I just kind of kept space between that. Like, thank you. I forgive you. Like, I'm not mad at her or anything like that. Like, she can reach out or whatever. And I still, you know, would you know, respond and things like that. But just as a friend, I wouldn't call you my friend because you weren't 
my friend, though you did rectify what you did, you know, and but, I can still we can still coincide with each other, and right? I can say hey, but we ain't gotta be friends. We ain't so. gotta be friends, no. Because I mean, when it get to a point where even if friends, you know, if it get to a point where I think a friend is kind of like, you know, what I'm saying, like compromising your peace and happiness, then that's probably I don't care what the situation is. When it comes to like, you know, if a friend that it it has to compromise my peace and happiness, then we probably don't need to be friends anyway. I think it's just one of those things where like so many people are, you know, I don't know. I think you got to be really careful who you call friend. Mm -hmm. So, um, I learned that, um, like I've always said, I'm really strategic about who I let be my friends now these days, but I think it's really, that's one of those things you got to be careful about. So that's not something I, I can't forgive you for putting me in a position that would make me have to fix something. Exactly. Legal, legal <laughs> Literally, position. like yes. if I'd have went to jail, then what? Like, so I would have been sitting right. in jail because you exactly. bought tickets you got in my name that you didn't pay, that you said you paid. So here's the problem. When I found that you had the ticket, then, so um, at the time I found that she had the ticket, then she packed her shit up when I com- confronted her and left. So we had an apartment together. So you not only did you leave me with the warrant, the ticket, but you also left me with the rent and the bills in the apartment. You was trifling. So have you forgiven her? As I said, I've forgiven her. Okay. Do you still, do you, I mean, have you talked I've to talked her? to her. Mm-hmm. I talked to her. Actually, crazy part is I was um, talking to my sister about her probably like um, about a, two, three weeks ago. And then she ended up inboxing me and asking me for something. And I just, I mean, you know, I don't have any ill manners towards her. I wish her well. She, like I told uh, Mika, she rectified it. She paid for it. But. At the end of the day, um, I know who you are. Yeah, and I think it goes back to, like, when a person show you who they are, like, believe them. So exactly. it's like, I forgive you. I'm not going to sit here and hold a grudge, but I just know not to fuck with you no more. I mean, that's the bottom line behind that. But as for me in that question, I honestly, I don't really know. Like, I don't know. Because, I mean, if it was a friend that slept with my man, I feel like I would have to leave him alone, too. Like, I'm going to have to leave both of y'all so. alone because I don't like for people to... Where your husband been fucking on your best friend, but then you completely leave her alone, but then you still with your husband or yeah. your boyfriend or whatever. The but case a lot of that. people do that. A lot of women be like, they so run up in and find their best friend in a bed with their man. They get mad, fight her, beat her up, put her out, do all this shit to her, and then they still with him. Like, right. I feel like at the and end of the day, he gonna fuck around and fuck around on you again. It just ain't gonna be your best friend. Right. So, I think you got to deal with that accordingly. And then you be like, well, shit, you know, he done fucked around with, I don't know, like 15 times. His best friend was just one of the, one of the 15. Like, I think you got to know the character of people that you deal with. But, um, Christian says she had an ex-best friend that kicked her and her son out. She got an apartment in her name and then let her boyfriend stay for her boyfriend, for her and her boyfriend. So, they could stay somewhere. And then people see, she said people tell her to forget, she forgive her. Quisha, I say forgiveness is for you. It is for you. So, I mean, I, I think you should just kind of, I mean, forgiveness is one of those things where you just forgive somebody. We ain't got to be best friends ever again. We don't even got to talk ever again. Yeah. yeah. But um, I do think that forgiveness is for you. So, I feel like you got to kind of just, you chop I mean, that up and go on. You could forgive somebody, on. but not fuck not them. Fuck like, them. So, just, I mean, it's, it's up to you. Although, like, I do yeah. need that friend to sing at my funeral when I die. So, I have told some people. 
The one that stole your identity? The one. She can. She okay. can sing at my funeral. She can sing at your funeral? She can because she has a beautiful voice. So just make sure you let us know. We'll make sure that happens yes. for you, hopefully. Yeah. I'm going to be like, I know you fucked her over, but... Could you, you please sing? sing? Cause she yeah, she requested. She requested. I promise, cause she has the most beautiful voice I ever heard. So I know everybody in there, and it's only one song that y'all singing at my funeral. See, this is gonna be documented. Everybody needs to know. There's a leak in this old building. Okay. There's a leak in this old building. You want that your funeral? My so- yep. My sister be like, girl, why do you tell everybody that? Cause I need everybody that's gonna be involved in my own. It ain't gonna be a whole funeral. But everybody that's involved needs to know that is the only song, the only sad song to be played. Everything else needs to be, y'all need to be kicking it. Well, I said, you know, whenever I die, y'all just put me in stilettos. That's it. We're going to have, have your feet out. If I'm 100. Even if I'm 100. It's going to be sitting out there like... And I want her to sing that song because yes. she has the most beautiful. She's still alive when I pass away. Then I need her to sing this song because that song will be the most beautiful. Y'all going to, everybody going to have, that's the only time y'all allowed to cry. Okay. That is the only time you can cry. That is I it. don't know if that song going to make me cry though. It, it may not. That's like fine. It, it don't, don't have to. Like it. That, and I don't, you know, I really don't want you to cry, okay. but that is okay. the okay. only time Long in as my you don't funeral. Because that sound sound like, you know, I'd be like, why do you, I'm not going to talk about your funeral though. Well, you know what? Me and Mika got into it. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. I'll let y'all have it. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with talking about my funeral? Doctor? I mean, nothing. I don't look so why you said You've already you? said your song selection, but you really sitting here talking about your damn funeral. Well, Mika asked. I don't know. That's just weird. Girl, we all gonna die. Yeah. No, I know we all gonna <laughs> die, but I don't know. We all gotta die one day. I know. I just want y'all to make sure that when I do, y'all play the right song. Tell me the, uh, what's the comment? So, Quisha said, I hate talking about death and funerals, but I know it's a conversation that need to be had. So, yes, I agree, Quisha. So, like, I have talked about that with my daughter um, because she is the oldest, and I have given her, um, I've told her where I wanted to be buried. I have told her my bank account um, information, my passwords. Like, I've told her all of that just in case something happened um, and given her kind of, like, the rundown. Um, I have to, I, but, and then actually I was going to write my, go ahead and write my obituary, um, because it is something that like we do need to talk about amongst the black community. We don't talk about it because we're never prepared. I feel some people are. I think it's the aren't. fear of it. Yeah. It's the fear no, it of it. No, it don't bother me. I'm just. See, and I don't have a fear of talking about death. Or no, it, it don't bother me, but it's just certain conversations that I just try to steer away from. Um, are you afraid that it's going to cause you to die? Could, yeah. <laughs> Are you, see, I guess I just, I'm not, a, I'm not scared to die. I'm not either. Quisha asked that, are y'all afraid of, are y'all afraid no. to die? It's, it's not that I'm afraid to die, it's how I die. It's how. That I don't want to be tortured. I just want to, I just want to go to sleep and right. I wake up. I do too. That's all I want. I mean, I'm pretty sure that everybody want to do that. <laughs> but I'm saying that's just not, you know, that just probably may not Look, be the way just, that you go. I just want a heart to just stop. Like, like, but that may not be the way that you go, but I'm just saying, you know, whenever, however I go, I'm just not scared about it. I'm not like, you know, oh, I'm, you know, I'm fearful of death. I'm not scared to talk about death. I'm not fearful of death. I used to be, um, but I'm not anymore. Like I used to be afraid to die, but I'm not anymore. So as a kid, I was afraid to die. So I always had this fear. So I prayed to God. And then, um, when I was little, I used to literally pray about death. And then as I got older, I started feeling selfish because I was like, I just want to die in my sleep. God, if I die, I just want to die in my sleep. And then I started learning about the, you know, how Christ died. 
And I was like, Lord, how selfish it is, is it of me that, that he hung up there and tortured and died and they beat him. And then I'm all like, just kill me in my sleep, right? Because I don't want no That's pain. Right. So then I was like, okay, Lord, I understand I'm going to have to die somehow. So maybe I could just wrap my mind around just the right. death period. But I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I, as I've gotten older. And one day I was literally just driving down the highway and that song came on. And I was like, I really want this song at my funeral. And then I started thinking, like, do I want a funeral? Or, like, do I want to be cremated? Like, things like that. And I think that's important at the older that. I get. Yeah. yeah. How I leave that, like, with my kids. Because I don't want my kids to be fighting back and forth about what it is they're supposed to have, what's supposed to happen. And then after your grandmother died and exactly. she, I realized, like, you can write all of this down. I was like, oh, I'm about to write all of this down. Because I just don't want my kids to be burdened with... Um, a lot of Anything. stuff. You so know? That, that's my only fear is like, cause I actually reached out to an attorney like um, a couple of weeks ago and I asked him, you know, did he write wills or if he could refer me a to trust. somebody. Um, so you probably want to do a trust and say nothing can be changed. That way your kids can't fuss and fight about right. nothing. And so just... I just want to get everything prepared. Like, because yeah. th- that's my fear. It's not a fear of dying. It's a fear of not having everything in order and my kids arguing and fighting exactly. or having stuff having to go through probate. That's my fear. So it's not necessarily of dying, but I do know that, you know, we are getting older and, and that's something that we need to take care of. Right. Exactly. You know, and I, I do need to, you know, get everything written out and let them know because I've told her, but I need to get it down on paper. Exactly. You know, I haven't either yet. Yeah. Yeah. So I said, if someone gave you an envelope with the date of your death inside, would you open it? Nope. I wouldn't want to. I would shred it. I don't need to know when I'm going to die. I just need to know that I'm going to die one day. And so I just can't continue well, living. I don't want to live. Because I don't, what I don't want to do, I mean, I'm saying, yeah. I don't want to like be living every, like I know you're supposed to live every day like you're going to die tomorrow anyway, right? But I don't want to be like, oh my gosh. But what if it's, what if it's next weekend? You could have took all your money and went for a vacation and lived it up. So what happens if you take all your money for a vacation, live it up, that day come and you don't die? No, I'm saying, what if it's a guaranteed day? But what if you don't
I don't know if her husband administered the something to her, but I don't know if he got in trouble. But I just feel like if it's that person's decision, you would do it. You should. If be they able say, to, if they say, just put this in me, and you know, if you shoot this up, you know, I'm a. Well, die it's, it's kind of the thing with my mom. I knew that she was dying that day because yeah. she said it. Like she wanted to die that day. So for me, it was like. I was wanting to hang on. My brothers was wanting to hang on. She like, no, I don't want no more medication. I'm tired of going through this shit, basically. Like, I want to go. Now, that kind so, of thing, yeah, like, if, if it came down to something, like, not necessarily me administering, administering medication to you, but if you're like, take me off all these damn things. And that's what she now, said. No, I would do Let that. Say, so I would do the, that. The conversation was, and I told her, the doctor just said, if you don't get this medication today, you could die today. She said, no, I, okay. See, no, I understand that part. That's not me yeah. administrating anything. Right. Like, if you said, like, if I see you struggling, because I definitely would want you to struggle. If I see you struggling, I know, like, it, it probably would hurt my, one of my loved ones. It would hurt me just as much as, because my grandma said she was ready to go. And I understood that. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't go from this active woman and doing stuff and doing this and ripping and running to all of a sudden one day you just can't do nothing. You know, really, and I can understand the struggle that you just may not, you tired, you terminally ill, and you've been going through something, and you just tired, and you like, I'm just not going to take that medication. I can understand that. I mean, because I could, here's the thing, I don't get, I don't do well with taking medication. <clears throat> I get sick, I get nauseated, I get like, all of this stuff. So I can imagine having to take a medication every day to the point of like, even if I take this medication every day, I'm not having really a productive life. Like, I mean, if you giving me this medication, I'm sick all day, I'm throwing up all day, I would probably be the person to be like, you know what, I'm not taking it no more. So, so what's the difference between, okay, so say the, the husband doesn't administer it, but, but the wife don't want to deal with this terminal illness no more, she was ready, she's ready to go, and she wants to take a bunch of pills. What's the difference? She's tired. Well, if she take all the pills, and I don't know she took all the pills. <laughs> no, but you know, you, you know that she's going to take I don't, No, I don't you know, know that she's going to commit. Don't tell me that. No. I don't want the whole suicide stuff. No, I don't. I, now, I, I get the yeah. do not resuscitate, or uh, you don't want to take the medicine and stuff. Right. Because I can understand that. Like I, I didn't tell my kids like if I'm just sick and I don't even know what's going on, please don't put me on a machine and I'm just there right. for weeks at the on at the hospital. Because and I don't at know that point, y'all is right. At that point, it's just for up. you. It's not for I me. I think it's selfish for family members to do that. I mean, I know you want your part. You, you know, your loved one to be around, but I. I, mean, I think also sometimes there's this level of hope that people have because true. people do come out of stuff like they this. Do. They do, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So absolutely. you don't want to lose hope. I, I don't I don't want to ever take away from the fact that, like, you know, some people do come out of that. Some people do, do. survive That's that true. kind of stuff. Some people do wake up. Some people do come out the coma and they just fine, they normal, everything's okay. I get that part too. True. So I'm not going to take that decision from my loved ones. If you feel like you got the faith and God told you to keep me there, then by all means do what you need to do to keep me there. But if it's a terminal illness, I'm taking a medication every day that literally is not doing anything for me but prolonging my life, but I'm miserable in the life that I have. I think that there's a difference between you giving me a medication that's going to take my life and me saying I no longer want to do this. Because I think at that point, we're not necessarily killing me. I'm not killing myself by saying I don't want to take this medication. I'm just saying I no longer want to live in misery. So God is doing whatever God has to do outside of this medication that's keeping me here. 
Whereas if I don't tell me about your suicide attempts, don't tell me about your about to take some pills and lay in no. a tub. I don't want to just write a letter. I'll find you. I don't want to be responsible <laughs> for either. none of that because I feel crazy. like at that point you're actively doing something that causes yeah, you to write kill a letter and I'll find you. <laughs> like, yeah. I just don't want to be I involved. I just don't want to be involved in none of that because then I'm going to feel like I killed you. Like, what if I never gave her this? And what if I never... And what if you came out of that? Like, I just... I don't want to do that. So if, like, you just die because you don't take the medication... I feel like scientifically we're just intervening with science and it's just not, you know, whatever. But I feel like if I'm part of giving you something, that's going to be an issue for me. Yeah, and we have a comment. Somebody said that their aunt pulled the plug on their little cousin a week before his sixth birthday. He wouldn't have wanted to live a vegetable life. So I I think He was six? Yeah, but... How would you know he didn't want to live a vegetable life? I'm sorry. Don't look at me like that. Would you want your kid to live a vegetable life? I don't want my kid to live a vegetable life. That was her decision because she was a parent. He said he did. He wouldn't. He wouldn't want to. I mean, I don't know. Like even it's different as a parent. I don't know. At six, you know what a vegetable life is like. I don't know. I think that at that point, it's the parent. Decision. That's the kid. That's all appearance. So she didn't want her son to live a vegetable life. Okay, so maybe and that's I what he was trying that. to say. So I'm I like, do understand that I completely too. I wouldn't want my child like to live like a vegetable Like vegetable life, like he's just like is he waking up or something, or is he able to? You know, he's up. He's sitting in this wheelchair. He just can't walk. I don't know. It's different. Like, cause um, but I, I don't know that I could significantly go from every day getting up doing something on my own, Mika, and then being. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying, what if he got in a bed. car wreck and he went into being a vegetable? I mean, I'm just gonna just give you. Just I'm, me, I'm gonna tell you to die. take me. Just pull the plug. Just let me die. Just I'm saying your kid get in a car wreck, something happened, and they turn. You know, they end up being into a vegetable state. That's gonna be hard. You know, you would have to. I mean, oh, that would saying. be hard because I think yeah. about that like as a parent. That would be very hard for me. I would just have to I go mean, home I would probably go home. I would I would have to pray about that. Like what do you do at that point? Like if my kid is in a vegetable state and can't productively do anything and this is this they don't have any brain cells, like things now, are that's different. different. No activity, no, no brain activity. No brain activity would be different. I'm just saying But if you got brain activity, I would keep you going. If you have no brain activity, nothing, you're literally going to be exactly. a vegetable. But it's people that do that because that. they're hanging on to that yeah. person or whatever it is that they're hanging on to. To me, I feel like that part is selfish. That's just like Bobby right. Christina. Didn't they keep on like a coma thing for shoot? Wasn't she in one for like two months, three? I thought she died. It. She didn't die right away? No, no, I don't think she did. Oh, hell, I don't know. But I think it's hard too sometimes to let go. I so, think it's hard to get the decision of letting go because I do know, I can say that my aunt, um, when she was in that fire, it was hard to let go. But I think that there's some points you go. just got to let go. Yes, right. So, um, Quisha said, do we know anybody personally that has caught coronavirus? I don't know anybody personally. Do you guys? I don't yes. know anybody personally, but I have seen some people on Facebook who has had it. Um, we know somebody personally that got it. Who? Personally? Like, we know them. No, that's what I'm saying. Somebody on Facebook that I know who has no, it, but I'm saying them. like, oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> what are you talking about? But I'm just saying like, I'm I'm t- I'm talking about personally as far as like my immediate circle, like friends oh, or no. my friends. We know them or my like, family. We, we talk to them. We see, you know, we know them when we seen them. Right. I don't know, like, yeah. Right. But 
Yeah, so that's about it. Now, Kush, I'm not taking no damn vaccine. So if I lose my job, if my kids can't go to school, if we just gonna have to be, we just got to figure it out. You know what? I can be an entrepreneur. I've learned that. I'm not. I'm not taking no vaccines. I'm not taking no vaccines. I don't even take the flu vaccine. So no, you sure ain't giving me no. I'm not COVID taking vaccine. no COVID vaccine. I feel like that's a, and I feel like part of this I'm not taking it has either. been pushed for the purpose of a vaccine. I think that that's the other part. I'm, and I also believe in it whole Tuskegee. Me, I just know you're not about to do none of that shit with me and my kids. No nope. testing on no testing on us. You're not giving us no vaccine. And be like, oops, I guess it didn't work. Then. No, that vaccine don't work. <laughs> oops. Or, or I'm sorry that your baby got autism and walking around here. Um, hell no. Nope. And you sign something, and at the at the end it say you you sign the uh, disclosures Mm -hmm. when you get the vaccine. All of a sudden, it say diarrhea, huh? Death. So and so. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Give you all these different. I would just take grow extra, grow extra limb and shit. No, here's the thing. My thing is. I, I, I pray that none of me and my kids have not contracted it. Me and my family have not contracted it. But look, we take enough vitamins, drink enough orange juice. Oh, I, I pray that whatever it happened, if it if we catch it, then we just catch it and get over it. But exactly. I'm not about to get. I'm not taking no damn. I'm not taking the vaccine. Right. I'm not either. Nope. So if they get and here's the other part. I feel like I've been working this far, this long with no vaccine. So how you gonna justify telling me I can't work without a vaccine? Yeah, I'm not going to take it. Not at all. Uh, nope. Not even a little bit. But this was a good conversation. I appreciate everybody tuning in and uh, chatting with us. I'm a little buzzed. That's, me. That's how not. you know I ain't drank in a so long. I ain't buzzed, buzzed at all. Girl. Coronavirus got us all like missing. I was thinking the other day. I was a little depressed. I was like, we ain't been out to no social gatherings in so long. We haven't. I know. The cool table, the cool kids table, they, they actually do stuff every weekend. Yeah. We should go do so something we, with them. Sure. We are. We're we going to definitely go. do something with them. Yes. Yeah, because I'm like, we used to get out every weekend, or at least we would be something. out a couple of weeks out the weekend, yeah, we and we ain't been month, able yeah. to do nothing. That is true. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate thank being you, able you. to hang out with my buddies. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do breakfast this morning, but old Dante had class. I had, I had to respect that, that boundary. This like, is my last weekend of class. And my my class, y'all, are from, oh, my God, 9 in the morning to 6 in the evening. So I feel like I don't have They time. that long? Yes, they Friday, 5 p.m. to 9.30. <sighs> and Saturday and Sunday from 9 in the morning to 6. It's supposed to be 6.30. But he be letting us out, like, around 6. So I don't have time to do nothing, like, that is, during the day. But you know what? That's one of those right sacrifices there. that we all it, make. It is truly a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. It is truly a sacrifice. So tomorrow's my last class, so I'm happy. Yeah, so we'll For do this. We'll and do this next week. Yeah. And then work. I start my back up with my We're master's program classes. on yeah. the 17th. Oh, so we got to catch you before. Ish. Exactly. Hold on, wait. So how you going to be? You going to be studying in Vegas? No, ma'am. Fuck that shit. <laughs> you kicking it? Yeah. It's your birthday weekend. It is. Exactly. And I'm kicking it. Ain't no you turn it, Turn up, turn up. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, shit. Yes. I say that, but I be getting sleepy early. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> she turn up. I be turn, turn up. Yeah, you turn I up. Turn up. Yeah. Yes, she did turn up. So. I almost made a post today. Said it's it's my birthday month, bitch. That's all I'm saying. You should have. Right. It is. My, even posted. It's my birthday have. month, bitch. Yeah. Because it's my birthday month. Well, it's I both of y'all birthday months. I'll month, be 41. Yes, ma'am. I'll be 41. You got a party next week. Not next no, week. No. Three weeks. Three weeks. 21st. Okay. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah. At the same the place. The weekend before we uh go to Vegas. Okay. My at party the, be the weekend. Yeah. At the same place we had ours. Okay. Yeah. Our party at. Okay. Yeah. Yes, that house was nice. Yeah, that, that I'm ready nice to turn up. It was. It was right. definitely a nice Airbnb. Yes, so um but anyway, y'all know where y'all can catch us. We're on SeattleHipHopRadio.com. We're gonna be there Monday. We're there also on Fridays. And we're on OrlandoHipHopRadio.com as well. I know we don't push Orlando Hip Hop Radio as much as we probably should, but we exactly. are on Orlando Hip Hop Radio. I keep forgetting too. about that, but yes, we are. I keep forgetting about it too. On That's the Orlando. thing. So 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, Monday and Friday. So if y'all go um, tune in, you'll catch us on both of those outlets. Um, we are on YouTube, though we kind of on YouTube. I have to be. I have to admit, YouTube is hard to upload to, so I got to get caught up on YouTube, y'all. I'm gonna get there. But um, I do go and upload on YouTube every now and then so we can get that done. But we are on SoundCloud, Spotify, Anchor, and Apple Podcast. Um, we are on those um, outlets every Sunday. Um, so we post a new episode every Sunday on those. We do these every month, once a month at least. We'll do them yeah. twice, maybe twice a month this month, depending on maybe. what that looks like. It's birthday month. It's we birthday month for both not, of them, so they may not be... We may, none of us may be sober no, enough ma'am. to get that done. So, if not, we'll y'all catch us the first weekend in um September. We'll exactly. make up for it. We'll make up for it. <laughs> right. Um, and then, we're on, we're, of course, on Facebook. We're also on Anchor, though. I mean, not Anchor, but Instagram. Broadcast interrupted. Why was it interrupted? So, so I will say, while she pausing real quick, that, um, every broadcast third. interrupted. Every, huh? Mine still say live. Does it? That's some iPhone shit. Because <laughs> my Android still works. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> so what I was going to say is that every third Monday of the month, we want to highlight black businesses. So if y'all know of some black businesses or whatever that we can actually go out to and do a live podcast from, please hit us up. Um, you can send a message to Mocha C Podcast 2018 at gmail.com or you can um, hit us DM. up on... DM or you can DM in, in, in any one of us. Yeah, or, or you DM can just DM page. any of us or whatever. Yeah. So we do have somebody booked for We August. have pretty booked for August, September. September. We're looking for somebody. We need somebody for October. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. Um, but, yeah, we'll we'll be highlighting different um, black-owned businesses in the um, Oklahoma City metro. Yes, right. I am. So if you know, we need to set us up. Yeah. Yes. So, um, anyway, um, you guys have any inquiries for us, we're mochat2018 at gmail.com. Again, we're on Instagram and Twitter. It's just Mocha Tea Podcast, one word. Um, and that's it. We're that's out. It. Peace.